Hey guys, welcome back to the But You Haven't Seen My Bookshelf podcast. Today we're going to be talking about all of the books that I read in the month of June. I read 15, 14 or 15 different books. Most of them I read on my Kindle and a lot of them are free on Kindle Unlimited. I did a lot of traveling this month. So majority of them were on my Kindle because I was not about to carry around physical copy books. Before we get into that, though, let's go ahead and do my what this week. I'm trying to pull up my Libby app because I'm not currently reading a book at the moment because I just finished Priest, which my book club was reading for the month of June. I just finished that and I haven't started a new one yet, but I have been listening to. So this is including my listening to. I have been listening to The Locked Door by Freda McFadden. This is the second Freda McFadden book that I've ever read. The only other one I've read by this author was The Housemaid. The only reason why I downloaded this book was because it was available through the Libby app in my library. Also, I I didn't read Cersei. I, we talked about that in the last episode that was available. I was like, oh, I'm gonna read Cersei while I'm traveling. Yeah, I didn't read it and I had to return it. So that sucks. Oh, well, I just wasn't in the mood to read it. I need to force myself to read it one day because it's really good and I hear great things about it. I just wasn't, wasn't the vibe. Had to return it, had to drive to Florida in like a few, like drive there, stay for a day, drive back. So I was like, I need to listen to something because my drive was like 18 hours. I didn't even finish this eight hour book, but Freda McFadden, this book was available. The one thing I can say about this author is I never regret, I, I say I never regret, I've only read one book. When I read The Housemaid, I didn't regret reading that book, but in the moment, I was so anxious on the brink of a panic attack. That is the same way I'm feeling with The Locked Door. This is a thriller book, but something about it is just, it is putting me so far on edge that either I'm not a thriller girly or Frida just, she is just wildin'. I am reading this book and I do not know who the bad guy is. You can't tell. Apparently there's a huge plot twist at the end. The main character, her dad was a serial killer and he got convicted and he's in prison, but there's like signs of him resurfacing, but he's in prison. And every person that this main character meets, I'm like, are they the bad guy? Like, are they taunting you? And then they end up doing something good. And then I'm like, wait a minute, do I trust the main character? It's making me question everything. And I was listening to it in the car and I had to turn it off after every two hours. And that's while listening to it on 1.5 speed because I know it's going to be worth it at the end. That's how I felt again with the housemaid. But it is, it is like sending me. It's making my anxiety so high, but I'm also enjoying it. And I also really like it. And I think I recommend it. The narrator for the audiobook is a little bit, mm, I'm not going to say that's kind of mean, not miserable, But there are flashbacks in this book where it's talking from the main character when she was a kid's point of view. And the voice that the narrator like shifts into to speak on behalf of the kid is so annoying. Like actually so annoying. And I want to jump through the book and like punch her because it's like so nasally. Other than that, it's all right and it's good. But that kid voice, man, and there's multiple chapters of it where I'm like, I want to scratch my eyeballs out. I don't know if I could do this. That's all I'm reading at the moment. I just posted a YouTube video about 
picking my TBR for the month of July using a jar to do that. So there are a bunch of different, or there's seven. No, I'm wrong. There's nine different books that I picked from the jar that I'm going to have to read in the month of July. So what I'm probably going to read next <laughs> and probably start tonight is either restart up the Addicted series because I've yet to finish it. Whatever the book is after Addicted, no. Whatever the book is after Hot House Flower, I believe it's Thrive. Is it Thrive? I don't know, man. Okay, I'm either going to read that or I'm going to read this book that's called Alpha Inmate. It's as ridiculous as it sounds. Um, it is about this, the MMC. I don't actually know if this is considered a romance book. The inmate in this book, I guess, is the MMC. And then Ellie, the FMC, I believe that's her name. I need to be fact checked. I need to have someone on standby to fact check me because sometimes I just speak things and I don't actually know if they're correct. So actually never trust me. Ellie, the FMC, I think that's her name. She's an employee at the prison. And all I know and all I got from this out of context quote I saw on TikTok was someone messes with her, another inmate messes with Ellie and then the MMC, who is an inmate, like kills that guy. I cannot. That's so ridiculous, man. Yeah, so I saw that and I was like, oh, I should add that to the jar as a joke. Literally the first book I drew. So maybe we'll start that tonight. It is free on Kindle Unlimited. Let's go ahead and get into the books that I read in the month of June. Like I said, I read like 14 or 15. It was a really good reading month. There were five five-star reads and then a bunch of four-and-a-half-star reads. So many good books. The first book that I read, I'm just going to go ahead and go in order. The first book that I read was Self-Love for Small-Town Girls by Lang Lev. The last name is L-E-A-V. This is a poetry book. I read it at five stars, mostly because I know some people rate poetry, like actually like critically rate them. I don't. If I resonate with majority of it, I'm going to give it five stars. And that's how I felt with this book. It just came out beginning of June. Just a lot of this author's writing and the little excerpts within the book, they, they just felt like, or it felt like I was writing it. It felt like it came out of my brain, my 2 a.m. thoughts when I've maybe smoked a little weed. That That's what I felt while reading this book. And I was like, wow, this is me. I am her. She is me. I relate way too much to this. And it's kind of scary. I recommend it. I think it was a great little poetry book. And it's also really cute. The cover's really cute. If you want a small coffee table book, recommend. The next book that I read, actually the next three books that I'm going to talk about, I read, I did a 24-hour reading challenge for the first time ever. Oh my god. That was actually really difficult. Did that on my YouTube channel. Fourth Wing. That was the first, that wasn't the first book I started with, but we're going to say that. Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. This is the first book in a series by this author that's going to come out. So like this series, it's called like The Emperion. It's going to be a five book series. This is the first one. The second one comes out later this year. This is a fantasy book rated at five stars. It gives Divergent meets House of the Dragon. I did a whole podcast episode on this, so I'm not going to touch too much on it. Go listen to that. Well, actually, don't listen to the podcast episode uh, if you haven't read it because there are spoilers in it. So brief summary, again, Divergent meets House of the Dragon. I thought it was great. I thought it was good for it being the first book in a fantasy series too. How good it was was very surprising because normally the first book in fantasy series 
there's a lot of buildup and it's kind of boring. That was not the case with this book. The subplot of romance was also iconic and it was really good. I was absolutely eating it up. Next, I read Until I Get You by Claire Contreras. This is a hockey, slightly revenge romance book. The FMC like ditches the MMC at the beginning of the book after they're dating. This is not a spoiler. It's on the back. And she like goes away and hides her identity. And he's like looking for her for three years. And then he finally finds her. And it's revenge time. It wasn't as revenge as I thought it would be. I thought it would be a lot darker. That wasn't the case. So I'm telling you that so you don't go in with the same expectations that I did. I did really enjoy this book. I rated it four stars, even though the revenge wasn't what I thought it would be. My expectations were different. It was fun. It was a very easy, fast read. Like, I couldn't put it down. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't put it down because I was reading it for a 24-hour reading challenge, so I literally had no other option. But I would say if I read it on a regular day, I probably wouldn't put it down. It was good. Also, the MMC. I don't even remember his name. I read so many books, I don't remember people's names most of the time. He was hot. I will say that. He also played hockey, so that's a bonus. Next, I read the Mindfuck series. Oh my god. I talked about this book a little bit in my top 10 books. This was incredible. Rated this book five stars. FBI agent dating a serial killer. Lana Myers. When I think of Lana Myers, listen, I love my Lanas, okay? Lana Myers is such an icon. She's killing men, which is, you know, bad. This is fiction, though, so go off, girly. She's killing men for good reasons, right? And then she just randomly starts dating the FBI agent who's head on the case. I mean, what are the fucking odds, man? What are the odds? What are the odds? I wonder if something like that has ever happened. Like a criminal who's really good at hiding their criminal background starts dating someone within law enforcement. Duh, that's probably hat. Well, mm, background checks are a thing, but the thing is, is Lana Myers was smart and it kind of, she made it all check out. So when everybody kind of looked into her, except for that one girl, they couldn't find shit. Loved that book. It was so good. The next book that I read was Picking Peaches by Ansley B. Calloway. I said this in the YouTube video when I talked a little bit about this book. The only thing I will say about this book, it was a very enjoyable and fun read and I do recommend it. Single dad romance, neighbor. Those are the tropes. The only thing is, is when this book finished, it finished a little bit abruptly and I needed like a hundred more pages. Very fun. The entire time I was reading it, I loved it. I thought it was really fun. Mindless read, simple romance book, easily fell in love with characters, but there was no third act breakup because once they got together, it ended. And that was it. Like it ended so abruptly, I went to Kindle to make sure the entire book downloaded on my Kindle. I thought there was a malfunction or something. But that's okay. I still recommend it. I rated it mm, three and a half, four stars. If it would have had a hundred more pitches though, I think the author could have pulled off a four and a half star book. Little Wat Patty, but you know what? We all need a little Wat Pad here and there. The next book that I read, Funny Feelings by Tara DeWitt. I did not expect to like this book as much as I did. I rated it four and a half stars. Age gap romance. They're both comedians. One's the manager or the guy is the manager of the girl. And this was a great book. It was also, you're like, oh, they're comedians, so it has to be funny. I went in with that expectation and I didn't know how the humor was going to be because sometimes, you know, comedians, sometimes I don't find them funny. Most of the time I do, but there's some cases where I'm like, mm, that was just 
it just didn't work for me. And so I was, I went in with the expectations of this may not work for me. The humor may not work. Oh, it was funny. I was laughing my ass off at most of the comments on there within the book and the characters and the dialogue. Also the, the comedic sets. I thought they were funny. I recommend it. I will say this book is free on Kindle Unlimited. I believe the author, Tara DeWitt, is going through a publishing company with this, I think it's an interconnected standalone series, maybe? No, 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 not interconnected. She has multiple books. I think a lot of them are going through a publisher now, so you have to pre-order if you want an actual copy of the book, and it'll come out later this year, but just go read it on Kindle and you'll be fine. The next book that I read, Reckless by Elsie Silver. Everybody... Oh my god, if you take if you've read this book, dude, this book was so good. I'm currently like covering my face and trying to breathe. Theo is daddy. Theo is a daddy. Theo is daddy. I'm currently wearing my daddy is a state of mind shirt with Pedro Pascal on it and I need Theo's face on it like right now. That man is he is unreasonably hot, guys. And Winter is me. Winter is kind of a bitch, especially when she gets overwhelmed. I've never related to anything more. If I'm overstimulated, if I'm overwhelmed, the, the bitch comes out. And you want to know what the healthy side of me does? I do not let anybody come into contact with me so they don't take the brunt of that. I do not interact with people when I'm feeling, when I'm feeling overstimulated, stimulated, I'm out. I'm in the corner staring at the wall. Don't talk to me. And I will tell you, don't speak to me because you will take a lashing that you do not deserve. And it's not because I am a bitch. It's because I am overwhelmed right now. That is winter. And I related so hard to her in that moment. So many people from the outside were like, she's such a bitch. I'm like, you, she's just misunderstood. She's just, just listen to her. She's just misunderstood. My guy, Theo saw her and that gave me hope. Also, pregnancy trope, secret baby trope, you know what? You're lying to yourself. I keep saying this. I see this every time. Just give it a chance, man. And if it doesn't work, it's okay. But I'll say it every time I read a book with a good pregnancy trope in it. Give it a chance. Are you saying you don't like pregnant people? Is that, am I, am I about to call you out right now? Is that, is that what you're saying? You don't like pregnant women? What, 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 what? Um, we love pregnant women here and we love, that's it. We love pregnant women. So give it a shot. Okay. I ate that book up. The baby was also the way mm, I can't word it that way because that was how I worded it on TikTok. And I was about to say the way the baby was executed. I literally said that on TikTok, like the way the baby trope was carried out in this book was iconic. It was written so well. Loved it. The next book that I read in the month of June was a reread. I did a vlog, a whole reading vlog on this, a beach read by Emily Henry. Five stars. This book is my soul book. When I die, bury me with this book. Gus and January are my people. There's just something about Emily Henry's writing that just attacks my soul from the inside out and makes me want to, what does it make me want to do? Like run naked in the rain with like lightning in the background and like a song just like blaring. It just makes me want to spin in circles until I pass out. I don't know. It just, it, it does it for me. If you've read the book, I do have like a spoiler vlog on it on YouTube. 
it's just unreasonably good. And this book means a lot to me. I feel like not a lot is it when, well, I respect everybody's opinion when it comes to books, right? But there are a few books that are so ingrained in my soul to where when people say they don't like them or they say they hate them, I f actually feel like it's a little bit of an attack on me. And I try so hard not to take it personally. Like if someone was to come out and say, I hate Beach Read. I hate the book. I hate the themes. Like this book is so ingrained and intertwined in my soul that I feel like you are punching me in the chest a little bit. And that may be a little bit dramatic, but you know what? I am a little bit dramatic. I am also a little bit delusional at times, but at the right times, not at times where you shouldn't be delusional, you know? I am delusional. Hmm, how do we word this? I'm delusional when it, you're, I'm needed to be, you know? But I saw a post on TikTok the other day where someone was like, I hate Beach Read. And I was like, I think I need to block you because I think you hate me. It's not very often that I feel so intertwined with the book. I think that's one, that one and Happy Place. Something just, it clicks in my brain and it scratches an itch and I take it personally. And you know what? That may be something I need to get over and that's okay. That might be a flaw of mine and I might need to work on that, but it doesn't happen that often to where I actually take a punch and like actually feel it when someone's like, I hate it. I don't see that many people hating on the book. And when I do, I block them out. Okay, the next book. Actually, I'm going to mention two different books in a row. So after I read the Mindfuck series, I was recommended to read two different books that kind of gave similar vibes. I was recommended Black Sheep by Bryn Weaver and Marrow by Trisha Wolf and Bryn Weaver. So I rated both of these books around three, three and a half stars. I think they were right book, wrong time. I was coming off such a high of the Mindfuck series and going in with, with specific expectations and also I've been super busy and overwhelmed this month. So I think they were just right book, wrong times because I can look at both of them and recognize that they were written well and the storyline was very unique and very interesting, but they just didn't quite do it for me. So I recommend them. Give them a shot. Let me know your thoughts if you read them. Maybe I'm just overthinking it a little bit. So Black Sheep is about a serial killer. The FMC is a serial killer and the MMC is a professor. The FMC serial killer, she is on the hunt for this specific guy, kind of trying to tear down this specific unit and cult. And the professor, he's kind of going after that cult too, alongside the FBI, but she doesn't, like they don't know at first, that they're both kind of going after the same person. She's a student at the school. And again, professor, kind of hot, kind of Lana Del Rey coded, kind of, this book was interesting. I will say that. And then Marrow by Trisha Wolf. It's about two serial killers who are both in each other's hunting grounds. They both work at the same place. They're both professors, I'm pretty sure. And also kind of like scientist and... Mm, I guess scientist, when you're like discovering new things, they work in like forensics, I believe. Very interesting. Like the concept was interesting. It was a little bit gory, like a, a way more gory than the mindfuck was. So there was moments where I was like, oh, this is like dark, dark. Like, holy shit, this is dark. Like I need to cover my eyes and maybe go take a cold shower. Dark. It was really, it was heavy. Again, they're both serial killers. 
recommended, but it was crazy. The next book that I read, Minx by Sophie Lark. Oh my god, this might just be my my favorite Sophie Lark book to date. This just came out like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. Read the entire thing in a day. It was incredible, incredibly spicy, like probably one of her spiciest books. It was also a little bit kinky. So like, um, if you don't like that, maybe don't read it. I thought it was amazing. I'm serious. It might be my favorite of hers. I believe it's a stand, it's going to stand alone or at least at the moment it is. Someone said on TikTok that they couldn't wait for the second book in the series to come out. And I was like, series, what are you talking about? I didn't even notice any characters like on the side where there would be an entire book about them. So I don't know about that. I think it's a standalone. Free on Kindle Unlimited. Sophie Lark is an icon. And this book is my number one by her. Very good. So like the main character, Blake, is a prostitute. But she only takes like three clients at a time and works for like very prestigious works for. Like only her clientele that she takes are very prestigious wealthy men of Wall Street. And then, okay, I might mispronounce his name. Is it Ramsey? Like, is that Ramsey? Is that how you spell it? I don't know. We're going to say Ramsey. Ramsey, he's like top dog in New York City, like Wall Street. He makes big money. He wants to be her only client. So he buys all three spots so he can be her only client. Dude, it was, this book is like kind of iconic. I thought it was written very well, very intriguing. Sometimes billionaire romances, I'm like, why you need all that money, man? It's fiction. It is fiction. Let's pretend for a moment that like billion, dude, billion, that's a lot of money. I can't even wrap my head around that amount. But I know sometimes people read billionaire romance and they're like, ugh, a billionaire. Listen, just read this one and be like, oh, a billionaire. Kind of love him. Even though fuck the rich anyways um crimson river by devney perry i read the book three stars this is a part of the interconnected standalone series called the edens i didn't love this book at all i thought the two main characters lila and vance had absolutely no chemistry lila got like choked out and nearly died on a hike by this man this random man she survived vance comes to town thinking that man is a criminal that he's been looking for for years. And then I don't even think they hit it off. They kind of just start fucking around. And I think they're just trauma bonded a little bit. That's what I think. Because there was there was no spark between them in my... Like, I just didn't... I didn't see them together at all. But the story, like, it's interesting. It's an interesting concept. So I think give it a shot, especially if you tend to love Devney Perry's writing, like definitely read the book. I just felt like something was a little bit lacking in this one. And I only rated the book three stars. Two more books left. Next, I read Done and Dusted by Lila Sage. This is the first book in what's to be an interconnected standalone series by this author. And I cannot freaking wait for the next one to come out. I think it comes out in 100 days as of today. I just saw it on Instagram earlier today or this morning done and dusted the girl emmy the mmc is her brother's best friend dude that's so hot i have a brother listen i need my brother to get some hot friends like asap because it's my time to shine luke brooks the mmc in this book he was like kind of down bad kind of a simp kind of obsessed with emmy 
was also there for her in the best ways. Emmy also had ADHD. So the representation of like ADHD in this book and how her brain was wired was so nice to read about and it made me feel way less crazy. Just like reading about how she would get overstimulated in certain situations or if a certain fabric was like scratching her the wrong way or how certain things scratched an itch in her brain positively or how they like did it negatively. It just made me feel seen. And I really loved the characters. It was very easy from the beginning to fall in love with both Emmy and Luke. And the way the book is shorter, it's like 260 pages. So knowing that going into it, I didn't think I was going to love it. I didn't think the author was going to be able to pack in as much as she did. But she pulled through. And the spice was good. The storyline was good. The There's no third act breakup. There is a conflict at the end, but no third act breakup. And it was executed so well. I cannot wait for the next book in this series, which is going to follow... Who's it? Not Gus. It's going to follow Emmy's other brother. But I can't remember his name at the moment. And then the last book that I read in the month of June was the book club book that we read for this month. And it was Priest by Sierra Simone. I read this book two and a half stars. And I only gave it two and a half stars because I did have a lot of fun at the beginning. And I also think the spice was written really well. Like I think the spicy scenes were good. They were executed good. They were very well written. This book had absolutely no plot. And I am not always someone who enjoys a book with absolutely no plot. It very much went, they fuck, they contemplate everything they're doing wrong. They fuck again. They contemplate everything that they're doing wrong because this man is a priest. How he got into the priesthood, I don't know. I don't know how all that works. I was sitting on Google, like how to become a priest because nothing is clicking in my brain. That's okay. Again, the spice between the main characters was great. It was incredibly repetitive. I did not love it. I hear the series gets better as you carry on and continue on. But this book just wasn't my fave. And thank God the cover's pretty because it's going to be sitting on my shelf until the end of time. And those are all the books that I read in the month of June. If you want to see the books that I am going to be reading in the month of July, go watch my TBR video on YouTube. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at heads.bookclub. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you guys next week. Bye!